Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to the Solar Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. On the phone with me, Jessica Lee, Vice President, Communications, the Alliance to End Plastic Waste. We're talking about the Altogether Global Cleanup, an initiative of the Alliance. Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Clarissa, for inviting me. Okay, first, let's start with the fact that just a few days ago, um, on the 19th of September, it was World Cleanup Day 2020. Can you tell us more about that? Well, World Cleanup Day is uh, 19 September, as you say. It is a it is a date. You know, there are so many environmental days nowadays, right? World Cleanup Day, World Ocean Day, World Environmental Day. So, World Cleanup Day started 20 years ago in Estonia, in Europe, and so a group of people, you know, they came together and they wanted to clean up, and it just, you know, attracted a movement. And there are now many many initiatives around the world to celebrate World Cleanup Day. And so for the Alliance and Plastic Waste, we thought it would be a very important day to remember for all of us because two, for two reasons. Uh, first reason, of course, is when, the, for, as far as the Alliance is concerned, we have four strategic pillars to, our, to, to the way we look at ending plastic waste. Uh, it's infrastructure, making sure you have waste management systems. It is innovation, making sure that, you know, we have new ideas and good ideas and, and, and innovative ideas to help end plastic waste. And then there is um, education. And the last pillar is really cleanup. Cleanup is uh, really key because at the end of the day, you when you want to start building something, you've got to think about a construction site. Before you start building, you have to sort of, you know, clean it up and bring down the old building first. So we work with partners to end plastic waste at its source and provide communities with, you know, an environment free of plastic waste, right? So that is a very uh, critical piece to the work that we do. So hence, when we have this World Cleanup Day, we said, look, why don't we do World Cleanup Day and get all our member base together, there are about nearly 50 of them, and get the communities together, their friends and families together, and let's celebrate it and call it the all together global cleanup. And then I being Singapore and I sat down and I told my team and I said, you know, we should treat Singapore like one big family and, and let's just get Singaporeans to come together to clean up. And so that's why we're here today and for the first time we're doing this in Singapore and um, we've, we've, had, we've had a lot of good feedback. Singaporeans have already started to uh, be more concerned about the environment there are beach cleans that have been initiated by neighbours or colleagues or companies, uh, which is absolutely wonderful. So this seem, this altogether global cleanup initiative seems like a bringing together of various people on a larger scale. Would that be correct to say? It is on a. It is definitely on a larger scale because our members are, you know, they are located everywhere around the world. And the last time I looked, there was someone you know, from Turkey sending us a message, right, about, hey, thank you for organizing this. So, so, and let's talk about the challenges of what, what happened behind this altogether cleanup initiative. First of all, it's COVID. So you can't just go out and be in groups of large 50 and let's go clean, clean up a beach. Mm-hmm. So we had to think, how can you do a cleanup and still get galvanized people around a single purpose, um, 
and 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 yet help educate them and help them to think about what they're doing. So we have the cleanup is on the back of an app called Literati. So someone said, how do you spell Literati? It's literally Literati, right? So um, and so Literati is an app developed by a guy called Jack Kushner, and he's based in. Um, in the, in the Bay Area, and he developed this app because he was actually walking down the street with his kids, and, and he noticed, you know, the trash, and, and then he noticed that there was a lot of little pieces of uh, tomato ketchup sachet everywhere, and, and he, he, he thought about it and, um, you know, decided that, you know, people should, should think about the trash that they throw along the street, and he developed this app because he, he wanted to record what was going on in the environment. And it turned out that the app led to the fact that there was a quick fast, rest, a fast food restaurant somewhere. And it was a sachet of tomato ketchup that was actually along the way. And so he took, he, he took pictures of that. He was able to present it to the, to the restaurant chain. And since then, they have decided we shouldn't use, use these sachets. We should actually use the pump with the tomato ketchup. So you don't have to have so much packaging. Now, so this app is done to help you as you pick it up. You take a picture of it and you upload it because then it goes into a cloud and people start to, and the system starts to learn what is going on in the environment, what kind of trash is being thrown into the environment. And if I kid you not, the amount of secret butts that you will see, it's amazing, Right. And by the way, secret butts are actually made of plastic. Um, the amount of uh, little plastic bags, you know, that you carry or little coffee within a coffee shop, you know, being thrown on the floor. Of course, straws, you will see straws. And at the same time, you'll see cans and you'll see a lot of PET, pet, pet bottles. But lately, you start to see face masks being thrown everywhere on the floor, right? right, you, start, right. You, you, you start to see that. Now, when you, when you clean up, so what happens is, for this cleanup activity, you take the app, you walk down the street, you take a picture, you upload, you pick up the trash, you know, with your equipment and your little plastic bag. Not only are you cleaning up, you're starting to think about what have you picked up. You start to think about it and you start to, what I call little things, little behavior changes, little things start to happen in your head. And, and it's little behaviors that make lasting change. So right now, for me, and by the way, when you do this, you don't need to go in a big group. You can go with your family, for group of four and five, and you're able to do a little cleanup. So right now, for me, I can't walk down the street and not notice a piece of tissue on the floor, uh, you know, a plastic bag lying there, cigarette butts. I, I saw it starts to bother me, and I realize, wow, we're not that good about our waste anymore. And you, you start to generate this culture of awareness about the waste. And then you start to be very conscious about what are you doing to the environment. Do you think this data that you're collecting through the Literati app uh, will be useful to the average person to be more responsible? Yes. So what happens is, um, so, so we are, so look, anybody can go out and download the app and start doing it. And when you start doing it and take a picture and you see something really strange and you take a picture and you load it up, the, the, the system starts to learn what's being thrown. And what happens is cities have actually engaged with literati to help understand the waste composition and make certain decisions about what they need to do, right? Whether they should be putting more bins, whether they should be looking at different packaging for certain uh, goods, for example. 
So it helps businesses to understand the decisions they have to make. It substitutes to better plan their urban uh, planning. Mm-hmm. And also, of course, helps individuals to, to be aware of their actions. So it actually is very helpful. So when you start, so I, I still remember when we were working with um, Literati, he, Jeff posted, and the, first, and the first face mask enters the ocean. That was right smack in the middle of COVID. I think it was June or something. Right. And then he, there was someone who actually took a picture of a face mask in the sea. And this is the, it was the first face mask that was captured on Literati. And you know when that happens, some, something is happening in the world. People are starting to, to, to find that face masks are on the floor, you know, in the car parks, you know, and, 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 and because they're very light, they fly. Even you think that you're throwing and just putting on top of a bin, you know, there's, if, you don't put them, you don't, if you don't dispose of them easily, uh, well, well enough, they actually fly off and then they start to be everywhere. So, so this is really preventing, so I like what, what we like to say in alliance to end plastic waste, we have to stop this so that it stops the plastic waste from leaking into the environment. Because when, you le- when it goes into an environment, it starts to make its way into a river, into the water. It starts to find its way into the ocean. And that's where we harm our, our ocean. And that's really key to our livelihoods. Right. We're speaking with Jessica Lee, Vice President of Communications, the Alliance to End Plastic Waste. Now... I think that in general, all of us are more aware of the dangers of single-use plastics. We're all trying to cut back on it, but it's difficult in our everyday life as individuals, especially when you're dealing with older people and the family. Um, when you go home and you say, okay, we can't use single-use plastics anymore. I'm banning straws in the house, for example. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great idea, but um, I'm wondering between you know wanting to do it and being able to do it, is it really realistic for us individually to eliminate as much as possible in our daily lives? Yeah, I think the poor single-use plastic is, uh, has a very bad name nowadays, unfortunately. But I, my dad is 86 years old and he's, he's, he's kind of, you know, he needed to drink from a cup and he needed a straw the other day and mm. nobody could find one for him. So I, I, I think we have to be careful. First of all, Let's just put it this way. There is a place for that. So first of all, when we say single-use plastic, we have to be very careful. What, what do you mean by that? Right. 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 A plastic bag, for example, some people call it a single-use plastic. It's not. A plastic bag can be used many, many times. And by the way, if you're good at it, the plastic bag can be used 10 times, 20 times. If, like my mother, she keeps little plastic bags and then she says, don't throw, and she keeps it. She's a perfect example of a person who reuses, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, grown-up, frugal, must reuse things. Um, you can reuse yogurt tubs. You can use, reuse ice cream tubs. We just have gotten so used to buying new things, we throw away those stuff. So I think we be careful of how I think the world has to remember what is single-use. Now, a single-use is a face mask, right? You use it once and you throw it away because you can't reuse it, you can't wash it. Um, a single-use straws, yes, you know, single-use straws, you have to throw it away. But at the end of the day, we need to think about how do you dispose of it? What is the mechanism that people are using to actually end the waste? It's not so much of a single-use. It is a single-use. We have to be careful. 
and we have to be aware of what we do. But then how then do you dispose of it? How, 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 how do people recycle it or do they don't recycle it? So in Singapore, for example, um, just to give you some statistics here, only 4% of the plastic waste is being recycled, only 4%. And, and, and I think that is, that's, that's, that's not good enough, right? I think the world, it's, it's a higher percentage. I think double digit, double digit in Singapore, it's 4%. It's pretty low. Uh, most of the time, we, we, our waste is in general incinerated. Um, and after the incineration, the ash is being buried in uh, Pulau Simakau. So we just have to be, and it's a way. It's it's a way of managing the waste, right? It's not a bad way. It's a way that Singapore manages waste because clean incineration is is a solution to uh, to to managing waste. But what is that where you are looking at little villages in Indonesia, in Philippines, where they don't have waste management systems in countries that don't have a very good infrastructure? What happens is they start to dump it because no one is coming to collect the waste. We're really lucky in Singapore. I think the rubbish man, uh, sorry, the, the, the you know, Sam Corp or Viola, you know, our, our wonderful trash collectors come, come, come to our homes at least twice a day and they collect it and it's gone, done, you know. Well, so in many countries, they don't get that waste collected. And when you don't get your waste collected, you start to be very careful about what you throw out. And you, you start to be conscious about putting it in the right bins, making sure it doesn't, doesn't, you know, if you have people who come and collect it, right? So you start to be very conscious of your behavior. But can you imagine if you're in Bali, and there are a lot of places in Bali where, or in, in any parts, many parts of Indonesia, you don't have that waste collection system. What happens is it, it starts to just be thrown into the, to the backyard. And then that's where it leaks into the environment and it, it, it starts, it disintegrates it, it and it goes into the ocean, into the water. Or they say, you know what, let's just throw it near, near the beach, right? And you will see mountains of rubbish that is actually along the coastline. Because nobody, it's very rural and these are the hot spots of waste. So, so, so um, you know, I, I think, you know, we, we just have to remember single-use plastic. Yes, it is, it is a problem. It is... Be careful how we define it. It is something that we need to be conscious about. At the same time, we must be aware of how we manage our waste in the end. So what is the one takeaway you want people to have with regard to the All Together Global Cleanup campaign? The one takeaway I want people to remember is um, when you walk down the streets now, it's not as clean as it used to be. And you will notice that I hope anybody who's listening in just walk down the street and just see that the, the streets are not as clean as it used to be. We have become a bit complacent in the way we think about waste. We need to make sure that we throw our waste in the right places. Uh, we can't just think that there is a cleaner who's going to clean it up for us. And when you throw your waste, think about can it be recycled? Can I reuse this? Can I, can I, you know, can I use less of something, for example? If I'm going to NQC and I'm use, am I asking for five plastic bags or do I only need one? So using less, reusing, and making sure you recycle. This is, the, this is what I hope our listeners will, your listeners will, uh, will take back.
All right. We've been speaking with Jessica Lee, Vice President Communications, the Alliance to End Plastic Waste on the Solar Business. Jessica, thank you so much for giving us the time. Thank you very much, Clarissa. You're on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Monterey. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.